So wait, what? so the book came out. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's kind of. So he wrote it himself. Does every chapter just start like one, two, three, four? This is the time I. When the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively Politinkering with the show where I drink Cobain Joke about Springsteen The truth is I don't know man 20 sided die 100 I don't know I don't know My little snowflakes out there. Welcome to Politinkering. I said, welcome to Politinkering. Politinkers. Tinks. Right. Right, everybody just take it fucking down just a notch. Everything's going to be okay. Downtown. Pound town. Hi to Sean Foz, mm, Politinkers, and hi to Joey's Tinks. My name is Sean O'Brien. Welcome to Politinkering. To my left, well, I guess across the table, to my left, my, my, my north, my west northwest to, is Sean Faw. North by Northwest. Shanfall. And to my East Northeast yeah. is Mr. Joseph Bonnier. East Coast. Um, I don't have a question yet. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. But I thought we thought it'd be kind of interesting this time. I, I was I was going across the, the the websites there. The interwebs. Along the entered nights. <laughs> and, and I thought it might be interesting you know, if we... One of the things I recently came across that uh, kind of perturbs me that, first off, uh, I didn't come across it earlier, but also is just like... Here's a thing. History and whatnot. Uh, you know, we say WWW, yeah. but it would be far less syllables to say World Wide Web. Yeah, that's interesting. A fucking... Uh, wow. Oh, my God. WWW. Yeah. World yeah. Wide Web. Anyway, there you go. Mold I hate, I hate the W. <laughs> I really don't like that letter. I think it's it's annoying. Yeah. I can't say it. The W. Yeah. I would rather w, say that. W, w. w. Sure. You can. It means no. the same thing. <laughs> this is America. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's pronounced Marga. Okay. Excuse me. True that. The W. It is two Vs, though. I never understood why it was yeah. two Us. They're two Vs. Hmm. So, what the fuck? I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, let's get into some philosophy. <laughs> I, I don't have a question because I, I thought it might be interesting to bring up a website with 101 uh, questions of philosophy. Oh, yeah. And Sean Faw had the idea. I, you know, I thought it'd be kind of cool to have like a huge board that we sort of spin, like a, like a roulette table, essentially. Yeah, but, but I think I, there's only like 36 or yeah. 38, I guess. And I was way zeros. too lazy to make one. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so Sean was like, and plus, how do you get 100 on there? So Sean was like, well, we could use D&D die, because that's where his brain went first. What's D&D? <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Um, oh, so okay. now, that's on the shit. table. Mom, that's what that is. Is this fucking, like, this this clown <laughs> this like clown potpourri a smorgasbord of, of, of D die polyhedral die of polyhedral die um and in my hand is one red and dice. one blue both of them polyhedral die polyhedral die polyhedral dice 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 would be plural. the plural of yeah. the die yeah okay yeah. anyway so i got two dice in my hand Actually, it, weirdly, <laughs> I get it. I know. It, no, it, <laughs> oh. in, in the D and D community, they do refer to them singularly as dice. Why? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. In honor of dice, I play. don't think I like that. Yeah, I, I think that only refers to the polyhedrals, though, not just the normal six-sided die. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back to Dice Talk. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All Bigger right, anyway. nerds will correct me. So I'm sure. we have the questions as far as like, what is the meaning of life, right? And mm -hmm. we have uh, number eighteen. Does God exist? Number yeah. twenty-three is, is morality. Can I laugh no, at that one? No. Is morality <laughs> relative? Let's 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 scroll down a little more. If uh, you can, please, Sean Fox. Can there? Uh, um, and then we have should should. Well, okay, stop though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have number fifty-two. Is patriotism irrational? Fifty-three. Mm -hmm. Can wars ever be just? Uh, Fifty-eight. What is a person? So we have things like this, these toughest question philosophy, I, I, mm -hmm. a lot of which we've kind of asked here, but we haven't delved in quickly. A, a lot of the times we've shied away from these specifically because I like to prepare and I like to kind of look at what the great <laughs> minds have done. So Yeah, I don't. I tend to avoid <laughs> asking these big questions because I want to hear some of the different I don't know mans of the past before we just fucking jump into it, hmm. at least myself. I like to have some sort of historical context. Who cares about this? This is guys. blowing my way. You want to be prepared before you make a decision? It's just a thing. Weird. It's a thing. Weird. But, this figured, fucking hey, guy over here. It's about 10, 
ten ten. Uh, Around ten ten. In in the tenth month, so we have some ten sided die, and I'm gonna fucking roll. So, but I don't understand how this works. So, I, the red one here goes from zero to what? Nine? Zero to nine. Different digits. Yeah. Zero to nine, and, and the, other the other one, one goes, goes from, from uh, zero, 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 double zero, yeah. and then one zero to, 20. to nine zero. So, how do I do so, this? I just add them together. I guess? Yeah, you roll them both, and then you know if if they all come up so zero, like that's four hundred and twenty. If I roll a four and a twenty, it's four hundred and twenty. Do you really Christ. not understand how this works? And I'm gonna roll. You know how to <laughs> Can I get a drum roll? Hold on, hold on. Batman. Here we go. Here we go. And we have 280. Jesus, fuck you. 82. 82. That's my birth year. 82. Let me ask the question. So, guys, if you travel back in time, can you kill your earlier self? This is what's known as the a, a twist yeah. on the grandfather paradox. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you travel back in time, let me write this down. If you travel back mm-hmm. in time, can you ever kill yourself? Can you c- kill yourself? 82. Can you kill your earlier self? Can you kill, if you travel back in time, can you kill your earlier self? I don't know mm. why I'm writing. It's right fucking there. Yeah. But, um, I forget what number. So, <laughs> well, let me, let me just go on a little rant first here. Mm-hmm. Um, is got? time travel possible? Is it, what is the self? How does one kill, period? Um, is killing morally justified in as far as the can, right? The the not just physically, but also morally. Can mm. you kill yourself? Likely, um, would, sadly, you be, would you be crime able and punishment to? was about right? Would you be able to? Um, uh, who? Which earlier self is killed? Is it the you or the you now? The you then? What, what earlier self? I'm assuming they mean referring. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we answering these went now. I'm assuming that got a laugh. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little off brand, but sure, go ahead. Um, so yeah, that that's a little bit of a rant there. Um, let's l- because I guess the heart of this question is: Is time travel possible, mm. um, or is the question if you travel well, back in time, can you? Or are we supposed to presuppose that I mean, you can there, travel back in time? There are certainly many different sci-fi theories of time travel, and many conflicting theories of time travel. Okay. Um, there is the sort of uh, back to the future theory of time travel, where every time you go back, you basically create a new timeline. So the sort of alternate dimension version sure. of time travel. Whereas, you know, then in the alternate dimension version of time travel, killing yourself does become possible. Mm-hmm. But if it is a, a straight timeline, then you're, it's a little bit, uh, a little bit harder to, to wrap your mind around that. Well, let's, let's wrap our minds around the first part. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you're suggesting that it creates an alternate timeline. That is certainly one feasible way or one, you know, uh, thought experiment way of creating well, time travel. I mean, even is time, is time linear in the first place? That's a whole other aspect. We certainly experience it linearly. linearly well, yeah, exactly. That's our only way of seeing it. I, I, I thought about, I was talking about this the other day, actually, um, about uh, trying to imagine time as a kind of dimension that we see it in the first place. Time is the fourth dimension, right? Um, but if you were, to, you were to imagine it as far as being able to tap in any moment in time yeah. as the fourth dimension. This is interstellar. This is well, yes and no, but but then that's one sort of visualization. Visualization. There's a name for it. the visualization. I forget what it, it, it's the tetra something. It's called an NLE. Wow. Go ahead, explain <laughs> this. Oh, you fucking film nerd. Go ahead. Nonlinear editor. Basically, when you are editing a movie, you are editing in the fourth dimension because you have control over the the time. So, if you're editing a 3D movie, you have control over four dimensions. If right. you're editing a 2D movie, you still only have control over three dimensions. If you're editing so Ferris Bueller, then you have four walls. Exactly. And we can talk about Flatlands too. By the way, that's an interesting <laughs> thing is dimensions. But um, as far as the fourth dimension is concerned, if, if you can imagine every single person's life from beginning to end, it almost looks like a worm throughout time, right? So if you were to walk from point A to point B, um, the amount of time that it takes you, let's just say it's 10 seconds, right? Um, If you were to imagine that walk and then imagine your ability to tap into any moment in that time, it would look almost like a kind of worm of you as you were taking step by step by step that you can then kind of jump back one way or the other. Mm -hmm. I liked Um, how Donnie Darko did that. Yeah. I don't remember how Donnie Darko. Uh, have you guys seen kind of like what you're describing? Oh, okay. Uh, this might be uh, yeah, almost like so. It's like a like a photo effect, like a like a yeah, 
Yeah, go ahead. Like, a, like if your shutter's open for too long. Exactly. Yeah, this might be specific to my current research, but have you guys seen the um, the zoetropes that are made out of 3D prints where uh, they basically have a continuous circle of a 3D print and then they flash a, uh, a strobe light at it essentially and it, oh, so it's it like creates a movement. Almost? Kind of, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, um, they you know there's really basic ones like a guy walking, but then there's like you know super. Uh, then there's one guy doing a moonwalk. Well, they, <laughs> then there's super uh, super intricate ones done by Pixar where it looks like a complete cartoon that's just in living through. Oh, that's cool, man. But no, I have not seen those yet. Right on. So, which you're like 3D printer, by the way. Another manipulation. How is your time. 3D printer gone, by the way? Uh, has, it, has it been has it successfully created anything yet? Oh, certainly. Uh, it just takes lots of tinkering. Okay. Um, it, you know, I got one of the cheap All ones. All tinkering. Exactly. Yes. I got one of the cheap ones. So straight out of the box, there was uh, uh, some fine tuning that needed to be done, and some uh, some figuring of things out. Can you and, describe some of these fine tunings? Um, yeah, realizing that or reading that I needed to add glass to the to the heated print bed so that the plastic would stick better, and oh. so it doesn't make a uh, coiled mess of spaghetti plastic. Uh, and then finding out that I could buy cheap hairspray and spray it on that glass and it would stick even better. And then figuring out how to align the print head properly and, you know, the correct temperatures for everything. It's cool. a tedious process. All right, Fun fuck all that. Words. When is it going to turn <laughs> oh, into a time? You talk about amps for fucking three hours? Like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I just wanted to. <laughs> What's the first thing you created with that? I, d I don't know if I've asked you on, on air yet, but oh, I tried to create a whistle, which apparently <laughs> is one of the harder things you can create because I you just need special wanted cavities. to ask. I know. Fuck off. If you could turn. What's it into the a second thing that you've ever? <laughs> what? You've ever I, okay, Trump. Yeah. What's up, Joy? I want. Have you ever? Can you create a time machine out of it? That's yeah. What say. That's what I want to say. <laughs> God, you even stole my thunder there. Damn. <laughs> I'm driving, brother. Can you steal my sunshine, Joey? If you go back in time, can you kill your earlier self? Uh, no. I no? don't, I Why don't, not? I don't think so. Um, my think, my first thought, and obviously this is going to be contradicted by my second thought <laughs> is, um, <It's> okay. <laughs> that's kind of how it goes. Everything, everything I'm going to say Where is going to be that? wrong and yeah. then it's going to be right, but also I'm, wrong. It's just a warning, just fair warning. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Everything um, you know is wrong. Uh, you can't kill yourself because if you did, how would you get back to that point? And I feel like that would cut off the continuity of the loop, if that makes sense, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that's why I'm saying the only way to do it is when with a uh, uh, parallel universe splitting situation. Yeah. Um, and my favorite time travel, not my favorite, but the best way that, that any movie has explained time travel has been Primer, I think, or Primer, however you want to describe it or I, pronounce I it. You ever saw Primer? No. Either of you guys? No. Wow. Okay. It's like watching paint dry. That's good. It's actually really funny. Uh, and, uh, I don't want to laugh because I still don't want to encourage him. But the point is, it actually is very boring. It's a very dry movie. <laughs> I got to say, uh, it's the most boring adaption of time travel ever. But it was cheap. It was made on like, like a $15,000 budget. But people say it's the most advanced and techy and nerdy version of time travel ever in a movie. Mm. Okay. Um, and basically, they make a time travel machine out of a storage unit in a, in a public storage space. Oh. And they do have an alternate dimension, and they explain it in some sort of visualization. In fact, I'll find it in a second, and I'll show you. <laughs> but it's still a great movie, and I always find it interesting. Maybe we can segue here, and don't hate me if I do this. But the fact that movies are kind of our reference for time travel. We have, like you said, the Back to the Future style. Uh, we have, like I said, the Primer style. Well, most people don't sit around reading like physics textbooks as far as the actual sure. kind of yeah. logistics of time travel but happening. I, but they are, I know, it's true. But, but in fact, they really are when they talk about time travel in these different movies, like when they talk about Looper, they talk about Back to the Future, they're kind of discussing different alternate dimensions. Oh, or certainly. But Rick and sure, Morty is another one I think you discuss. Yeah, yeah our, our pop culture is where we get most of our information, though. So, I mean, that that's, you know, I, I get most of my knowledge from movies, not just my knowledge about time travel. Doctor Who is probably the, the, the oh, most yeah. interesting element as far as, you know, time splitting and time warps and time explanations and stuff like that. Um, it's there, There's actually not a whole lot of splitting in Doctor Who. Uh, not really. No, you're right. It's actually, if anything, there it's is a more continuous. None. Yeah, exactly. yeah. There, there is almost no time. Yeah. yeah, there is no time splitting. In, in um, I don't. I, I actually, I don't think Doctor Who even recognizes parallel universe. I think it's all one contiguous universe. I think you're right. I think you're right. But how? Well, then, how can all that work? How can all what work? Can you go back in time and kill your earlier self within the Doctor oh, Who? Oh, within the Doctor Who universe. Um, I mean, it would be a fixed point in time, essentially, for it to occur. And am at I a what time point? lord? Uh, yeah. I think Doctor Who could do it. 
Yes, he could. I, I, that's probably how the series is going to end. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's brilliant. If it ever does, yeah, does fucking end. Exactly. Just like time, it keeps going. <laughs> Um, into the future. So wait, it, I don't. <laughs> keeps on slipping. Same. <laughs> Fair enough. What, can you explain the primer part a little bit better, please? Like, uh, the actual way they do time yeah, travel. You were saying What's their deal? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a little visual here. I thought I'd show you. Great for a podcast. Uh, sure. I know. It, it looks like an E with yeah. a long, with an elongated um, first yeah, part of the E. It looks like an Enron symbol. What am I supposed to explain here? Okay, I guess I can go through it. Do you, I thought you might want to read lower it. Lowercase E. That looks like a lot it? of reading, dude. Oh, okay. We oh, don't have I'll to. Yeah. All right, I'll try my we'll best. We'll give it to the reader. Um, so, person on. So it it starts off. How am I going to fucking explain this right now? Uh, you um, So so <laughs> imagine a line going from left to right. Right. We have a little dude man with a tie walking. It says original person on undisturbed timeline decides to time travel. The next block, the guy is the guy is is pointing down at a a you know three cubes. Um, a cardboard box. It's the time machine. It says he activates a delayed switch and leaves the area to avoid encountering his double. That happens at 11.45 a.m. Um, the next part is this machine starts and the double exits. And that's where sort of a, a weird time split happens. Um, the first dude man is walking still to his right. The next dude man seems to be coming out of the box on the left. So the next thing we have, original prepares for entry into the box, checking... St- There's too fucking many of these. I don't know how to explain this. This is boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm figured. sorry. No, no, I know. I'm sorry. Um, I thought, like, can you break can it down to us in a more layman's term? Yeah, okay. So a guy basically has to turn on the machine ahead of time, the time machine. He starts it at a specific point. That point is where theoretically... Oh, so this is, this is where we're talking about where you can only go back as far as the machine has been created itself. Yes, it's so very... You have, you have a start point of time travel, essentially, right? Exactly. Okay. Now, the key here is they kind of do what actually Back to the Future does is that they make a bet. Kind of like on the stock market kind of mm-hmm. thing. So they can go back and make a bet and make a shitload of money. So here's what happens. So imagine you activate your time machine. It's at a specific point in time. Okay. And then you continue, You leave the area. Like I said, they leave the area because they don't want to encounter the double who's literally going to be coming back out of that time machine as soon as you make that switch. Flip the switch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you go on living your life normally after you flip the switch and you check stock prices theoretically or you check the the, the almanac and back to the future, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then- Gray's you- Sports Almanac. Right. And then you go into your time machine and then you wait a specific amount of time. And then theoretically, when you get out, you go back to that point where you flipped the switch and turned it on. Okay. And then you go on living life as the double. Oh, so there's no returning. There's just- No, you just go on living. It's a one-way trip and you get to experience the same few decades again, just older. Or a few hours or whatever, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's six hours in this situation, but sure, you could be. Oh, I guess. How does that close the loop? I don't understand where the first for the purposes of where the first you went. You you go back in time. You climb into the machine, and so you just loop back. Oh, okay. So then there's that loop. You become the double. Like there's there's only one person living. So on a on a short time scale, like if we do okay, I understand. I get three minutes or something. Yeah, I get it. So if you if you set to you know if you remember to to you know to leave this fucking time machine at noon exactly right on on october 4th or whatever it is um so you flip it on and you leave and right now it's what noon october 4th it's noon and you you're you decide you're gonna leave at five but you only go back in time you're talking about right yes right yeah so you you go away and at five o'clock as far as you're concerned you just go back to the box and you fucking do your thing yeah but everyone keeps doing that so there's that like five minute of overlap that you are just, you know, conscious to not interrupt yourself. What are you doing during that? Learning the information you need yeah. to profit che- from that five checking minutes. Checking the stock market, checking Gray's oh, Almanac, okay. avoiding yourself theoretically, because who we don't we haven't talked about that. What the happens if you run into your double? I don't think yeah. anything would happen if you run into your why would that yeah. create a ripple? Is that, is that's, a, yeah, that's that, an element of like Yeah, the paradox of that never never really made any sense to me. It it, it doesn't really matter if you run into your former self. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like forget the killing. Let's in, just in let, Looper. We'll, we'll, they we'll, had a whole uh, fucking uh, diner conversation. Oh yeah, there's a lot of movies that make a yeah. huge deal out well, of fuck the paradox. The Let's of... just think logically, physically. <laughs> what would happen? Like, forget the rules of the yeah, yeah. universes that the movies have set up. Like, sure, Doc, you know, according to Doc Brown, everything would die. According to Doctor Who, nothing matters. <laughs> so, so just in a physics sense, yeah. what would actually happen if you went back to encounter your former self? I, I just assume, to encounter it, have a conversation with yourself. Yeah, I think no, it'd, I, it'd be, be weird. Exactly. Yeah, I assume nothing as far as like uh, electromagnetically or, or uh, chemically or yeah. 
I don't think that it's antimatter and matter meeting. It depends mm-hmm. kind of how, also how much time has passed. If I'm talking, if I'm a 40 year old talking to my 12 year old self, they're two <laughs> completely different people. Yeah. In theory, okay. all of your cells have been if replaced I'm talk- by then. If I'm talking to myself five minutes from now, uh, it's not, it's going to be fucking weird because we're the same pretty much person. Would yeah. you have sex with yourself? Uh, no. Is that masturbation? No. Is having sex with your weird. former self masturbation? I would have to flip. I Maybe I'd use my left hand. I, it's pro- At that point, it's essentially no different than a clone. So mm-hmm. is having sex with a clone, but then essentially- well, it, is, it, it is different because it is, it is actually you. At it's some not, point, it was actually you. The clone-wise? Yeah. Um, no, but there, there is another you in the same universe. And this time the- travel element of it, we have to presuppose that it's, it's a similar universe, but at the, very, at the bare minimum, it is actually you in, both, in the same universe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it is different. The, a clone of you is not you. I suppose. But a a you yes. a you five minutes you know from now is you will then have you. the memories of both ends of that relationship. Uh oh wow that's interesting. Yeah. That's kind of fun. <laughs> Dual consciousness. Well no I think only one of you would have the memories of both ends. Eventually. Eventually that's you. you both would. Yeah you're right. Okay that's fair. Oh then no so one of you is gonna have sex with you twice. Well, or one, masturbate twice. Why do we have to have sex? I, I, I don't get the sex. It's actually only. I don't know why my brain went there. To be honest with you, I guess it was just the first thing I thought of. As always, I don't know why. Psychologist, please tweet out and handshake. Like, what's what? What are you gonna do with yourself? Well, I would give myself advice about the next three minutes. Well, that's not valuable. <laughs> You're still assuming we're forty years off or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm talking about, like, you know, the, the you five minutes from now. You're hanging out with the you five minutes from now. Yeah, I don't think I'd do anything different. Like, I'd how be- many experimental things? I mean, I probably wouldn't, but I don't know. It's a, it, it bears questioning. I guess I'd take a look at my back. I've never really seen a good view of my back. <laughs> I've never gotten a you good view of my asshole. You've two mirrors, and the problem is solved. What are you talking about? You want to look at the you want to look at your your future use back and that's what you want to do. Yeah. I can't think of anything you're, else that I really need to do. You're gonna go back in time to creep yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Like really, I mean, imagine anybody comes up to you and it's like, I just want to look at your back. I'm no, you no, from no, the future. Cool. I'm you, I'm you from the future. But I just want to see your back. I just want to see what our back looks like. Exactly. Especially if there's the forty year difference. Like, how do you convince? Or I guess in Joey's world, it'd be funny because he's like, No, I want to look at my back first. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were coming. No, I wanted to do it. Yeah, how argumentative would you be with yourself? <laughs> That's the real question. No, and we'd win in that fight. We'd like each other. I mean, we'd agree on everything, so we wouldn't really argue. No, nah, I don't yeah. think you would. I think you'd agree for the first five minutes, and then you'd start just arguing. You think I disagree with myself every five minutes? Well, yes, that demonstrably and. so, but sure. Yes, that, and. Yeah, that's true, I guess. <laughs> it's also kind of a sport. So I, I think uh, either one of you would be more than happy to take the uh, the opposite position. This is a scary world that we're living in with two me's, so I don't want to live in it. Um, I, I you certainly don't. You have to, in, well, for, this, yeah. for the purpose of this no, thought experiment. I can kill one can. of yeah, myself. You can always kill the other you. How? With Touch a, it. With a gun. Okay, well, which you kills you? So the you, the you from five minutes from now walks no. through that door. My earlier, my earlier me is going to kill my future me. That's the only way it can logically happen. Yeah. The earlier you is going to kill... Future you, yeah. The future you. Yeah, the old guy goes back in time and gets killed by the young guy. That's certainly plausible. So will you die in the future then? What's, yeah. Well, you'll die in the past. You're, you're still living that... Both. Yeah. You will have died in the past. You will have disappeared from the future right. and your Come corpse will end past. up in the past. Yeah. Well, then can you avoid getting shot by your earlier you when you return? Because um, you have prior knowledge? Yeah. We, yeah, that's like the fourth generation through or something. So I'm not sure how that loop keeps continuing on itself. Well, it can because the former you continues. Right. So that, that former you, yeah. So the, the young you now becomes the old you. Does he have the knowledge to not go back in time then or not, uh, not encounter his younger self? Uh, yeah, I guess they would. Or is that inevitable? Is that uh, well, just... I think, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. That's a good question. Um, well, so then the, 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 you cannot kill... I guess the heart of this question, of course, is that the, 
the if you older, kill yourself, the, how the could you have you gone? Cannot, exactly. The yeah. future, the future, you cannot theoretically kill your older self or your younger self because that presupposes the fact that there will be a you in the future to yeah. have killed the past you. It's the killing your grandfather. Yeah, it's the grandfather paradox. Can you be can, your can own you grandfather? Go, can you go back in time and kill your own grandfather? Yeah. Um, and you know the the answer, of course, is no because then he wouldn't he wouldn't give birth to your dad and your dad wouldn't give birth to you. But again, it depends on that whole regenerative regenerative right timeline exactly. Thing. So let's go back to answer that question. So, so theoretically, what could happen is when you when you go back in time to kill your former self, the second that that former of you that former you dies, it creates a split in exactly. in sort of uh, the space time continuum, if I can use a more Hollywood term than <laughs> than anything. Um, and at that point, the 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 you both died and lived in two separate universes. Exactly. So if that is the case, that does exist, and you can go back in time to kill your former self. Um, and the real question is that, well, in a weird way, as far as quantum mechanics is concerned, there are infinite timelines going on infinitely mm-hmm. and always have been and always will be, hence infinite. Sliders. Um, yeah, I mean, right now I could... I could be having a conversation where we didn't roll 82, but we rolled an 83, and, we're, and we are having that same conversation, or an 89, oh, or a 22. Are and, you a community fan? Uh, sort of. Have you seen the episode where they roll the die? No. Uh, it's an amusing little, like, uh, one of those, like, sliding door episodes where mm. they, uh, you know, the pizza's I do, on the I remember way, that episode, they yeah. have to choose so who's going to go by rolling the die. Right, and they, they, figure, they figure out how to, how to live your life based on... Uh, D and D die, correct? But, well, they, I mean, it was just like a decision that they needed to make, and right. so they, uh, you know, they went through all of the different possibilities of right. what would have happened if this person went, what would happen if this person went. Oh, okay. And then there's just kind of this this running joke of like they've that episode created these alternate timelines that exist, and there's oh, kind God. of like you that's know, a, that's fun. Yeah. Big Bang Theory did a fun one as well, mm. where Sheldon just rolled the die to determine, he, you know, he in order to take take away his decision-making things because, you know, oh, yeah. to, to save time in making decisions, he just rolls a and d die to right determine on. whether or not he's going to do, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Um, but I guess those two things are separate. I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> I guess it was just Big Bang Theory, TV, and space, science, whatever. I, I just wasted some fucking time. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, the, the, the premise is that all, all universes are always currently happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess to me that that's, that's an appealing thought. And, and by the way, scientifically accurate, as far as I understand. And it, it, in theory, if that follows through, then all timelines are concurrent as well. Does so, time even exist? I feel well, like that, that there is a there is like a Brian Green question. Who's Brian Green? Yeah, he's a he's a astro, or he's a theoretical physicist. Um, he uh, wrote a book called. Oh man, he's not the guy that makes movies with Ron Howard. No, that's Brian Grazer. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> isn't he also the dude on Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero? That no, I don't even know who Brian that would Austin be. That's Green? Brian Austin Green. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian Green is a theoretical physicist, and he wrote the Elegant Universe. I want to say it's called, mm. um, and it has it, it sort of breaks down uh, string theory in a way, right. um, or or M theory, which is also known, um, which kind of is the multiverse mm-hmm. theory. Um, so multipass, multipass, Einstein Rosenberg Podolsky Bridge. <laughs> I've been um, watching sliders if you can't tell. But it, I can tell. <laughs> it sounds like a bridge in like one of my uh, JCCs. Uh, let's go cross the Einstein. JCC? Rather- Jewish Community Center. Oh, oh okay. wow. <laughs> wow. I yeah. forgot that that was not a colloquial yeah, reference there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not as well known as the YMCA. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> oh, that's a Christian thing. Yeah, the that's Young right. Men's they- Christian Association. Oh, okay. There's, You're uh, just getting that? I mean, no, I'm not just, I ju- I'm the one who said it. <laughs> That's right. It's Christian. You got to get the village people to do a song about the yeah. JCC. Yeah. Just put your hands in the air and wave them as if you have no cares in the world. <laughs> that is certainly anyway. not a Jewish mantra. That's, a, you know, I don't know. No, anyway. we do have those dances. Hava Nagila, Hava. The Hora. All right, let's fucking get back on track, guys. The Hora. <laughs> <laughs> um, does time actually exist? Is it a thing? Can you ever be in the present? Can you ever, are you constantly living in the past? Well, that, there is no way to actually be in the present at all. Every single thing you see actually is a few milliseconds or, you know, nanoseconds in the past. So thus you can, there is no possibility of you experiencing the present. Everything you see is just 
Well, there's a, a, del- few, there's a delay. Yeah, I feel like the counter argument to that is just as plain. Like you can't experience anything but the present. Like the the past and the future are, are figments, and the present is the only no. thing. That well, is- no, no, it it would not be the actual present. It would be a few milliseconds in the past that that we perceive as present. Well, yeah, obviously, if you're talking about the um, the synaptical timing that it takes <laughs> to fire from one end of the brain uh, to the other, I'm actually not. I'm not. I'm. I'm I, well, I guess I I that as well. But I'm actually talking about what you see. And experience. You're talking about like the speed of light, the fact yes. that it takes that much longer to get to your eyes. So exactly. Exactly. Nanoseconds Every, behind. Exactly. Everything you see is nanoseconds behind. Is everything is the you speed see, of light is minus but not the speed necessarily of everything you touch. So everything mm-hmm. that I mean that is even that's still the speed of light. So now we're still, back to what yeah, you were saying earlier. That's still yeah. yeah the uh, the speed of resistance in your body essentially. Exactly. But uh, exactly. But, so there is the way, no perceivable present. By the way, your uh, your synapses fire usually at 0.1 seconds. So usually it's slow as fuck. Your yeah, response is, time is kind of slow. That's crazy. That's slow. your yeah. catch. I did catch. That's it. that's why we need robots to drive us. <laughs> My response time is not very good right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I was just saying that's why you know automatic automated cars or automated driving is. Uh, I, I definitely think the uh, the safer route. Other than oh yeah, you're right. Computers uh, can think faster than yeah. Certainly, than they can. Better uh, reflex. They can it. take the input in faster and make a, a make decision a faster. Decision yeah. way faster. But as uh, while uh, we're texting. If, I, I was just listening to um, a. Is it politically incorrect? No, no. It's what's the new show now? Um, real time. Real time. There you go. Okay. Uh, Max Brooks was on, and he was talking about how uh, the idea that uh, once we do have every, that's the World War Z guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, Mel Brooks' son. Um, but the the idea that we could uh, uh, get to a point where robotic cars or automated cars are the norm, and then the fear becomes that they could be hacked. So in theory, you could have a, a bigger than 9-11, essentially, if someone were to be able to hack, hack enough cars at the same time. Isn't that an Adam Carolla bit? Carmageddon, where all the cars take over and drive us into the Grand Canyon? Oh, Navigating. Navigating, yeah. sorry, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. He made, he made up a movie where yeah. all the cars will eventually yeah. kill yeah. us. That's fair. But yeah, I mean, you, know. yeah, you get on that? What are you talking about? The fuck do I know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about time. Keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. <laughs> Time eventually will lead to cars being automated, right? Well, let's get to the morality of it. Let's presuppose the fact that you could actually kill yourself physically and, and still survive. And it does create that time loop. Um, do you think you'd have the, the, the moral capabilities of doing so? Would you no. have, to be, would you have well, to be a sociopath? I think we have to even take that a step back and say, a sociopath, is, right? is time travel itself moral? If we're okay. going to assume that we are not making a split universe every time, if we're going with the the constant time model, okay. is it moral to go back and make any changes? Um, you know, if we follow the, the the idea of the butterfly effect, the idea that any change that you make could have those filtering changes that I'll play ball. end up having, you know, ramifications across yeah. the okay. world. I'll play ball. I'll play right ball. On. Um, how, first off, how, again, how are we defining morality in this sense? What, what, what is the morality one way or the other? What's the question? I guess the greatest good. I don't, I don't even know. Like, it, should it be legal? Should it, like well, legal? Let's let's slow down with the legality. Let's yeah, just yeah. Very, worry about what 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 is the good versus evil essentially in in this argument that you, that you could potentially change the past. Okay, so I mean, the the one that people always go to is, could you go back in time to kill Hitler? Okay. So obviously everyone says, you know, it, it would be great if Hitler never existed. We might, you know, we most likely wouldn't have had World War II or it wouldn't have been everything that mm-hmm. it was. And so, yes, we can decide that killing Hitler is a moral idea. Mm-hmm. Now, should we go back in time and do that? The question becomes what happens, what chain of events gets spurred from us doing that? And if we're in a singular timeline, would we ever know, would we ever be able to perceive those changes? Would we ever be in a, a, per, in a, a position where we could logically make those decisions based on what we've seen in the past? If we're incapable of perceiving those decisions, then more, the morality of it goes out the window because it, it, it really wouldn't matter. It'd be, yeah. it'd be null and void in the end. I think um, then, however, if you could, if you could perceive the, so then it's the a zero sum game. In that case, yes, it would be. I think, I think and, it is, and a zero. it would be moral. Um, however, if you could perceive well, the changes, then the question does arise as far as the morality or immorality, and you do have to weigh um, the the what? actual ramifications, not just the potential ramifications. So, in other words, if you were to go back in time and kill Hitler, right, mm-hmm. um, the, you're you're thus saving you know millions of lives, 
right? Both potentially. In, both in Warren. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it, well, no, potentially. Now that's, because yeah, they, here's they, the thing that I wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get you there. Kill Hitler, someone else could become in no, that's no, no, worse no, no, than no. Hitler. See, that's the problem there. You can't presuppose that. What I'm saying is you you can actually quantify how many lives were saved once you have killed Hitler, right? Now, but no, you, well, let me just finish the fucking point. But once you have made, once you have saved those lives, right? And then at, at a similar time frame, at a, in a similar way, um, a vacuum is created in which more lives are lost by some other, you know, some other entity or some other chain of events that occurred by the absence of Hitler creates this other thing where they, they, where more lives are lost, right? In that instance, it would be immoral, but you have to be able to perceive both instances. Um, so yeah, you may have been acting morally at the time by killing Hitler. However, unfortunately, the ramifications of that ended up being more negative than positive. So you're saying it's it's always moral if you don't know that bad things can happen. If you're like acting if your intentions, with the intentions are good, he's saying it's, you're it's you're moral in a certain it's, period of time it, if you more, don't have knowledge morally, of no, the I'm future. Saying, I'm saying it's more morally justified if you're making your decisions off of. Um, quantifiable outcomes, you might be morally justified. Now, you may have made the wrong decision in the long run. That doesn't mean you were acting immoral at the time. Mm. Yeah, I think it is immoral at the time. Because you're immoral making, at the time? Yeah, because you're making a judgment based on no, uh, not enough knowledge. Yeah, and that's almost hubris at that point. Well, how, how, can, you, how can you predict the future? You that's can't. The thing. That's why it's immoral to make that because decision. Because there's so many variables there. If you know that you could save six million lives, but you do not know that in the absence of saving those lives, more lives could be lost, you're still morally justified in taking the action and saving millions upon millions of lives. Just because you don't know. I mean, an asteroid can hit. I disagree. In, in, I think okay, I think we'll break that the, down the risk then. of losing more than six million lives is definitely a possibility. It's a possibility, it's, no matter what. You know, you are saving lives. Okay, I'll put it this way, right? The but devil you don't. You know versus the devil you, you don't okay, know. let me let me ask you this: If a baby is falling in a lake, right? You could theoretically stop the baby. However, if you don't stop the baby, that baby not might, might not grow up to be Hitler. That's essentially the equivalent of the argument you're making. It's a really, I know. I, I <laughs> do you think see it, what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Just I don't. I don't. I don't agree because we know everything that happened from that baby's life on. We no, no, no. And I'm saying you do not know in this instance that I'm talking about. Right? We have a baby who's about to fall into a river. Right? That baby no. could grow up to be a sociopath. The whole point of going of back in time to kill Hitler is because we do know what happened. I understand, and I'm still saying that you're acting morally by doing so because you do know what happened. Now, I know your what you're saying. Yeah, I right. don't, I don't agree. I know. And your suggestion is the fact that by creating that vacuum, worse things could happen, right? Yeah. Okay. And now, now go with me in this baby analogy. We have a baby who is about to fall into a river, okay? Yeah. That baby could either grow up to be a sociopath who kills millions upon millions of people, or they grow up to be Mozart, right? We do not know exactly what the future is going to happen. Is, are you morally justified in saving that baby? No. So, okay. <laughs> Consider the implications of what you said there. You just said you're morally justified in going allowing back, the baby to back, drown. Who going, hasn't done anything I'm not talking right about that because there's a false equivalency. Going back in time to save a baby is immoral. It's different yeah, than saving a baby in the present. Going back in time is to save a baby is immoral? Because it's not the same. You're saying saving a baby in the present versus saving lives in the past. You do not know what will happen when you kill Hitler, right? Other than the fact that you will save lives. Not necessarily. Or at least you're more likely to save I mean, those you, lives. You, you, you save the lives that Hitler killed. The right? only thing you, you don't know, know, is know this again. I, I just really don't know this. You might not. You might cause more damage. And you might cause more damage by not saving the baby that's dropping into the th river. That's the argument but you're making. No, the, the, the problem You is have no idea what's going to happen if you don't kill Hitler. Well, I have a lot of ideas, actually, if I, what happened, would happen if I kill Hitler. Because I study this a lot and I think about this stuff all the time. But okay. I think he would create a power vacuum in the Nazi party that okay. would have been fulfilled by Himmler or Goebbels or Goering, who were all three, honestly, probably worse in many ways. Okay, so in this instance, you might not be that's morally what I mean. justified. But I'm just saying, obviously, this is one example. But I'm taking. No, well, that's it's each example is important. I, I know guess that's no. my point, and that's kind of what I'm getting to is saying you really kind of have to go case by case basis, and then take into account exactly what did happen and what possibly could happen, and then really weigh all of those things. I totally agree with you. But then, 100%. but even then, I still don't quite think it's moral just to go back in time and change stuff. I just think the idea of it seems. Immoral well, in, okay. in general. So, so then break that down then. 
break break down the, the generalization of it if you can. Just that it's like it's like you, you shouldn't have second chances. I just feel like it cre- creeps me out in the idea that. Well, whether it creeps you out or not is insignificant. Of course, what, I know what's, it's what's the, the feeling. Morality of it? It, the morality what's is the, the greater ramification. The the my freedom stops at the end of yeah. my fist. The the fact that you're you're taking you someone's b- freedom of choice, right? Well, freedom of choice, but you're also uh, okay. affecting the way that that happened. That There's uh, a that whole philosophy other, around choice, but sure, go ahead. Well, yeah, but it, like I like I went back to the butterfly effect. The idea that you know uh, you your your mother got hit by a car mm-hmm. and. You you go back in time to save her because you miss your mom. Mm-hmm. By pushing her out of the way, the car veers and hits a toddler that would have grown up to become Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. That is, where is the morality there? You, you, you don't by not knowing the mm-hmm. ramifications of your actions, the way that they could affect the rest of the world. That is a completely selfish and narcissistic act, which in and of itself is amoral. Well, okay. Um, how is that any different from doing the same thing now? How does that have anything to do with time travel, though? Because these things have already happened. These things have played out. So right. now if you were to go back in time and accidentally prevent Barack Obama from being president, mm-hmm. that would change a lot of things for a lot of people that mm-hmm. would have greater ramifications on the rest of the world than you just missing you your, mommy. your mom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What if you were able to theoretically, like we were talking about earlier, weigh all the different possibilities? If you were to calculate all, yeah. If you can calculate as best as you well, could, yeah, mm-hmm. as accurately as and possible. And according to the butterfly effect, your mom is just as important as Barack Obama. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Who knows? Maybe she. Uh, I'm gonna go crazy here. Maybe. She, maybe something. Maybe that, she gives birth to you. Who yeah. kills Barack Obama? Or may, <laughs> maybe she goes on a killing spree. Yeah. Maybe, or, or maybe who knows? Maybe she ran into uh, John Hinckley. Or maybe mm. she ran into Mark David Chapman. Or uh, maybe she ran into. Uh, Shit. The How old Lee, is Lee Hart. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe yeah. she ran into an assassin who does kill the president or something like right, that. Right. You know what I mean? She delayed him by five seconds, Lee Harvey Oswald or something, so he missed. By the way, fun. Uh, what was, it, uh, was that story? 11, the- it was a Stephen King story. Uh, Stephen King on Hulu, you mean? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, there was a, uh, Carol was going off on the story uh, recently um, about the, the guy who killed uh, um, uh, the Beatle. Uh, Mark David Chapman. Oh, that is Chapman? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So there was the, Chapman was uh, about to kill himself at a beach at some point, and some uh, guy actually came over and stopped him from killing himself, mm-hmm. and then like a couple years later, he ends up killing John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, it, I, obviously that's a, a slightly different thing because we don't have the benefit of the hindsight of time travel, but it is certainly, you know, kind of the same as the, the baby analogy. Well, I mean, again, With, well, if John Lennon never died... How, how do we know that the world is better without John Lennon? Or, exactly. Yeah. Or and, isn't better without right. John Lennon. And so in a world where we can calculate all of those things, then it, if that is a possibility, we really, I mean, it, it, it almost has to be democratic. It, like anytime someone goes back in time, there would have to be a huge tribunal and everyone would have to agree that this is for the greater good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, scientists and philosophers could get together um, and determine those things. I hate to do the movie thing again. Yeah. Minority Report. This right. is very Minority yeah. Report-y. Mm-hmm. I forgot, though, in that, in that movie. Oh, is that? I was going to ask. How do they decide? And you're right. It's yeah, the, the precogs. precogs they yeah. decide. Well, the, they, no, they don't decide. The precogs no, the, show you what will happen. And it's oh, sort okay. of just. It's, it, but the, they don't have what he's saying. There's a, a board who votes on whether it can or cannot no, be done. No, it's still based on the law. So, yeah. so in the future, if somebody's breaking a law, i.e. killing somebody else, um, you are in the eyes of, you know, or at least the morality of this movie, Justified in stopping them from killing someone. Okay. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the question of morality or uh, minority report, not morality report. Um, yeah, there's no butterfly effect <laughs> in it. It's more a question of. Yeah, it's more a question of free will. And right. like up until you actually do something, have, have you, you committed done a crime? Yeah. yeah. The idea of pre crime and the idea of like. Yeah, so is Hitler you, guilty if we go kill him before he did anything? Uh, I mean, he's if, guilty. Now. Yes, yeah, he is guilty. Once we, we're time we traveling, we're already because we've seen there. it because yeah. we know exactly what's going to happen. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We know the exact ramifications of what he has done, and thus. But then, if we know the exact ramifications of everything that will happen because of killing Hitler, and we can decide as a society that's a good idea, then I guess that's not amoral. Yeah. But if I take that upon myself and decide that I've built the time machine in my garage, I'm going to go kill Hitler just because I think it's probably the best thing to do. I think that's a Immoral. I think that's selfish, and I think that's not taking into account the rest of society. Immoral, you mean? Same difference. Well, amoral would be the absence of morality. Same immoral difference. would be not moral. I would buy either of those right now. Both of those are different. Anyway, it's okay. 
Um, it's, but I'm, both I'm being pedantic, and they they they. I'm being semantic. I'm fine. I'm fine with them being amoral. I I largely agree with you. Um, I but as far as immoral, I think I think there's an argument between me. There, sure. Uh, if you yourself take the action without knowing enough of the ramifications, I mean, if yes, you, you would be acting. Potent, you would put. Eh, I don't know. I think you might. Again, so we always say like acting immorally. I, I think morally, moral justification is the phrase that I, <laughs> I've used yeah. time and time again You're on this podcast to, to clarify exactly what we mean by by acting morally. And are you morally justified in in taking this action? Um, you yourself. I mean, with with it's a scale. It's it's not a hundred percent. Right. You oh, absolutely. You yeah. might be fifty one percent morally sure. justified. Sure, but I don't think I the argument that things could thing. be worse I is a good argument. I wouldn't that's consider fifty one percent moral justification being a moral decision. Wow. What what scale would you determine then? How I, would it not be? I, how would not that not wait, be? Wait, you don't buy. Oh, I'm so sorry, but you don't buy into the unforeseen consequences idea. Absolutely not. No. Why not? Because it's because it's the slippery slope to him. Exactly, it is not even to me. It is philosophically speaking a flawed argument because the exact same thing could be said by well things will be, be- things could be better by you killing Hitler. Well, it's you it, have no you have no evidence to suggest that things will be worse in the absence of Hitler. Do you it, see what I mean? It's whether or, or at the very least, in, again, that goes. There back is to the evidence analogy. of stuff I know, like in the, that in the Hitler element. Sure. No, no, not just the Hitler element. Other stuff you could extrapolate. Again, like I said, we'll, I, then we'll take our baby analogy that we talked about. Right, that baby could grow up to be an infinite possibility of things. Right, um, and you don't know which one <laughs> of those infinite. things it's going to be yet. You see a baby falling into the river. Most people would say you're morally justified in saving a baby before it dies because it hasn't had the chance to anything. Now, if you're looking from the future and you know that that baby grows up to kill a bunch of people, you know, there's a t- sure totally different story. But that, then, well, that's the story we're talking about. Yes, I know. But well, then your first thing doesn't go, apply. Yes, it does because once you try to go back and save it, it, you know, again, once you try to go back to save it, you're still opening up the element of you don't know what the future holds in the absence of this person. So it could be good, it could be bad, it could be simple, it could be neutral, it could be whatever. It doesn't. Right. It, so, so there, there is no argument to be had to, by saying things could be worse because all I have to say is, well, things could be better and. Uh, right you now, the best information no, we have I, is that I don't see. I just don't see it that way. Do you? Do you, you might not. Sean Can Vaughan, you explain you, to me why I'm wrong? Though, yeah, because in the baby okay, he, yeah, because we, we, what you're saying is like the baby's life is on a scale, whether it's serial killer or Mozart, right? Like yeah, can, yeah. You said it's somewhere in that scale. Mm-hmm. My point is, due to randomness of time, we could he could be anything on that scale. We don't yes. quite know, and it just because we go back and we we save the baby, we might have changed something else. My point is, I do believe in the butterfly effect in that sense, and you that know, I do to believe it exists. Okay, go ahead. there we go. Fine, right. that's proving my point even more. But my my point is that we, if we do go back, there is any number of, of examples that could happen. Right, and just because it ended up on a certain place in the scale, it doesn't mean that the chances of it ending up on the better part of the scale are any less than chances of ending it on the worst part of the scale. But if you know the consequences of something right but, and the consequences but that doesn't matter to me how are you because the chances of what happens after you do save the baby are the same well again in the present how are you not morally justified in saving this baby that's about to die because you don't know if saving the baby will kill two babies right so again so essentially you're arguing to just let the baby die yes always no even no. in the present come on don't give me the come on this is come, what in people die present? every day Okay, no, so not in the present. So you're morally justified in watching right. this baby die. In the no, present? That's not what I'm talking about. Of the, I know you're not. I'm trying to explain the well, argument that you have. You're that, not explaining anything. You're just saying, would you let a baby die in the present? That's all you're asking More me. or less, yeah. yeah well, why be, would you ask me that question? That's stupid. Because I'm trying <laughs> to illustrate the fact that your argument is simply, you don't know what the future holds, period. Thus, by acting in any capacity... Right, you are affecting the future in such a way that you don't know the consequences. No, no, no. I see what you're saying, but okay. I do, I do don't, I don't see the equivalency because when okay. you go to the past, it opens up every possibility. Whereas you're working with the present, every possibility o- is currently open to us, right now. 
Right. Well, but, no, no, not if, really. If we're talking about the morality of it, we're talking about the conscious decision of going back and doing it. The morality in the moment is always to save the baby because you fucking, you know, we don't have that benefit of hindsight. But if we're talking about time travel and we're okay. talking about going back in time to save the baby, that is a completely different moral quandary than just a baby is about to die. Of course, everyone's going to save the baby that's about to die. Right. But if that baby is Hitler and we've gone back in time, are we going to stop people from saving that baby? That's that's the question. Right. That, from the, killing that baby, right? Or, or are we? Uh, well, okay. Either way, you know, are we going to intervene in the past at all? And is is that moral? Is that a something that is? I think that if you were to potentially weigh all the pros and cons, the the possible outcomes, right? And 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 for argument's sake, you know. We we have who Himmler and Goebbels, right? You you could theoretically kill them. But as my well point is, it's impossible process. to weigh that. That's that's the thing. There, How is it impossible to weigh that? Because the, the, the probability the is infinite. Effect. Yeah, because it's not just whether or not that kid grows up to be a good person. It's halfway through his life, he helped an old lady across the street that was able to pay her bill, that was able to fund some church, that was able to feed a thousand people, right. that had nothing to do with anything else this kid did in his life. But if he had not been there at that moment in time to do that thing, then none of this other crap would have happened. Well, let me ask so you guys So all this. those little spokes in the wheel that stem off of one person let, let, are impossible to take into account Let in me just one ask action. you guys this. What, what makes the current present, quote unquote, that we're living in more precious than the alternate present where we rolled a, th a tw an 83 instead of an 82 in this conversation? Because what it, makes this present more precious? Because this is the one that we're yeah in. we're selfish. This is it's the ours. one that and that's exactly that's the kind of flaw in the argument. Because right now there's there's the three of us having a separate conversation or infinite conversations mm -hmm. in parallel universes. Well, fuck those guys. I, well, I understand, and that's what I'm saying. So, but the only thing that's making this quote more precious is your own kind of existence in it, and thus the morality of it kind of is amoral in this sense now, and it doesn't make a difference. There is no. Well, good or bad because it, it's, it's, only, good or it's bad. all good or bad for us. It is all 100% relative because it doesn't fucking matter. Right. This moment doesn't matter. But if then we start to try and manipulate that uh, moments in the past, that filters out to other people. No, it's the equivalent. That's fine, though. It's still the equivalent of the other butterfly effects that are currently occurring. Right, and, but it, and our our current quote present is no more precious than those other presents. But if the if the ultimate goal of this time travel experiment is to make things better, like mm -hmm. the idea of going back in time, make things better for us, right, right. in this current right. quote present that we're living, right. Okay. And the idea of going back in time to kill Hitler is certainly about making it so that more people are alive. We right. possibly don't have you know prob as many problems in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. You know, every everything is. Uh, you know, possibly better off. Mm -hmm. The the counter to that is that everything might not be better off, and we have no way of knowing how that's going to stem. Well, but how do you know we have no way of knowing? We have a a pretty good idea. We have we, do we? Like we have no way. How of knowing. do how do we have I mean, a pretty good idea? We know what happened. That's one with the current right situation right. and so one that's probability. Better, right. That's better than no idea. Correct. We know that someone died. Period. But it's we like know that, that thing happened. It's Plus, like one. We, no, we no, have no. Some fucking information. No. It's here's why nothing. it's not important. It's like one data point on and right. We, and, and we, that's more than zero. No. That's my point. Listen. <laughs> shh, relax. Okay. We, it's one data point, and we need to draw a line. Yeah. How are we going to draw a line with one data point? We need two. We need th we need three, or at least two. Right? We need two. <laughs> two points. To <laughs> two points. Line. But the whole point is that it's an incomplete data set because mm -hmm. it only tells us one possible outcome. No, it. And it, then it, everything. It, it gives us. It gives us. We ha we already know all the different outcomes that have happened, right? Based on the current, the current timeline that we have, we can look at all of it. Correct. What do you mean, all of it? The entire timeline. Everything that our current quote, present, has lived, quote unquote. But we don't quite understand the cause and effect we, of everything. We may and we... we, we In fact, we, we have we no have a, understanding. We have a very if I drop basic a pen, understanding. It sounds like you've come over happen, to my global right? warming argument. What? Yeah, no. dude. I'm no. saying, that's, <laughs> if, if understanding you, cause and effect is not the same. I know. And that's kind of In my history. point. You, you can gauge certain things. It's not like we have no idea what's going to happen, Right. Mm, no, yeah, I not, think not I, on those mass scales. Yeah, man. because because when you're talking, but ugh, then again, that just so evolves many, back into the same argument you guys had before, where you have simply no idea what's happening in the, the present. The thing is, what, we here's here's what all. I can say to you: I, I, you, if we just give the Hitler example, I don't think it's moral to go back in time. I can give you a number of things that might have happened that are co 
probably worse if Hitler if Hitler was dead. Okay. You probably won't believe them because they didn't no. happen. Because you only have this one proof no, of no. yours. I'm simply you, saying, tell me. Go ahead. Give me a couple different things well, that could have happened. Well, there's two two really horrible possible ends of the world. Sure. Okay. One is population goes crazy and overloads. Okay. Because of World War II, we lost a, a, a yeah, thinning of the herd. Okay. Horrible thought, honestly. I'm, that, that's true. No, no, go the for it. The other thought is nuclear weapons. We'll slow down before we get to the nukes. Sorry. Uh, o- over what timeline does this overpopulation occur? Um, I don't quite know, but theoretically we might reach our carrying capacity in 10 years as opposed to in 30. And that might okay. cause us— I'm what not are, saying— No, I understand. That's a, that's a legit possibility, I totally though. understand. Now, in that instance, what are some ways that we could curtail that problem that we already know could be a problem? We'd have to do China stuff and, you know, limit— Birth, birthing and population. Okay, so there is a control. possibility of us curtailing that problem that we now perceive of based on the fact that we've, you know, saved more lives. We just have to have less babies, basically, right? Well, in a beautiful, perfect world or in maybe in a horrible world. No, no, in, in a world where we know the future was what I'm saying. You know what I mean? We can predict, we can predict this element, correct? No. We can predict you just, probabilities. You are try, you are, right, and I understand. I'm giving I'm, you one. And I'm, I'm, I'm offering you— We can't you, predict it. I know, and I'm I'm giving you the solution to one of these perceived predicted possible problems, uh, right? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so it's fine. So uh, again, and so well, let's no say one's the saying that part. the problems are unsolvable. Yeah, we're just saying that the problems might be worse than what and we have. I'm saying they are better predictable. He's he's saying that these are logical possibilities mm-hmm. based on what we what we enact based on the future we already have. It's not like we have no fucking clue what's going to happen. But my, we have a pretty good clue and he's but that's not de- really my demonstrating point. my point. No, 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 so, no, no. That's not really my point. My it's, point is... It's the unknown unknowns yeah. that are it, a problem. It's the infinite possibilities. It's not... It's not... Oh, but again, You're that saying, evolves into the infinite possibilities of acting right now. That's the problem with time travel. That's why it's amoral. It's not a question of moral or immoral, man. It's... it's okay. I'll see if I can break this down in the better. Well, you know what? Let's just go back to the nukes because this is interesting. So so th- we could have another problem with nukes then. Okay. Yeah, my point would be that theoretically America wouldn't be the first person to have nukes. Okay. It would probably have been Germany. If yeah. we killed Hitler? No. No. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry. If we killed Hitler, yes. So if we killed Hitler, Germany would have had nuclear weapons first. Theoretically, we wouldn't have had World War II and they if would have they been allowed to develop II, they, all of their yeah. technology. Well, okay. Let's let's break another thing down. When ha- when did we kill exactly. Hitler? Exactly. And this is a whole other. You could go crazy. No, that's, that's, you could, let's talk about it. A lot of people break it down into two areas. One, where he actually might have died, which is the July 14th. A possibility, you know, the, the movie Valkyrie. The was Tom suicide Cruise. thing? Or? No, uh, the, his uh, his oh, little, like the the, the assassination the, attempt on yeah, Hitler. the assassination no, attempt. No, I'm saying tried you to, can go back in was time possible. to kill him. Mm. Yeah, or was you also can control that, or you could theoretically kill his mom or something like that before he even right exactly, was a yeah. okay. was a gleam, and or you could have killed him one more one. By the or, way, you can decide when that happens, so you can again gauge the best and most appropriate time to kill Hitler. And yep. based on the possible outcomes. That, and that's all I'm saying. It's not like you have no idea because well, we, we that is what I'm have saying. An, you've just illustrated the fact that we can make predictions based on based on. I'm, how I'm illustrating we, we can make one prediction out of infinity. Exactly. infinity. No, yeah. You said you gave me two predictions. I could keep two going. Two out of infinity is still nothing. Yeah, well, I, it, I could keep going. And, and that's it, just it's me. Not, it's, <laughs> I don't think it's infinite, though. Sure it is. Yeah. It's really and infinite. Yes. Every decision. So, then. okay. So, going back in Hitler, going back and killing Hitler yes. could theoretically all of a sudden create all of us into being aliens spontaneously. Sure. Okay. Do you see the ridiculousness in that argument? Like, but by simply saying anything can happen and thus we shouldn't act is the equivalent of saying just let the baby die because you don't know what's going to happen. That's what I was trying to illustrate earlier. You, we have some idea of what the future is going to look like based on the past. And in this instance, we have, we know but exactly what the future is. But you also did something incorrectly there too. The okay. alien thing was incorrect. Um, you because, said infinite possibilities, right? Because that's what I mean. Just because you give me one possibility that's not that's possible ri- doesn't that's mean crazy. that- what? What do you mean? No, no. Well, that's, that's, if, that's crazy. If that's, something is, if there are infinite possibilities, then there is nothing by definition that is impossible. No, I don't think so. I think that they just you're having yeah. an imprecise understanding of impossible then, or possible, or like infinite. R- why? Because in infinite, you said there are infinite. Infinite possibilities, means correct? an infinite number of possibilities. That doesn't mean yes. there is a couple that are just impossible. Yeah, there's. Yes, it does. There could be definition. five that are impossible, and then keep going and going, going. And the other ones that there's are possible keep going and going, going and going and going and going. Like, 
Of course, there are laws of physics. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm, I'm with you, man. There, oh, okay. there, there are still laws of physics governing the universe. So there are certain, uh, just because there are infinite possibilities doesn't mean there are not also impossibilities as well. Um, well, no, I don't know if that's true. We have to break that down. We have to figure that out. Um, how can there be impossibilities if there are infinite possibilities? There are infinite things that are possible. Okay. But then so there in other are, words, like there can't, so, uh, so in the logical possibility of it, in other words, there can be no unmarried bachelors or there can be no married bachelors is what I'm saying. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, but like spontaneous, I mean, so based on the laws of physics is how you determine what, the, I mean, we have quantum mechanics, right? I mean, okay. the, the laws of quantum mechanics essentially say that suddenly Yuri Ooh. can manifest into a tiger right now, right? The laws of quantum mechanics state that? Sure. That's beyond my scope of understanding of the quantum mechanics then. I, I, well, I guess that's what I'm trying to talk about as far as infinite possibilities, right? Okay. What do we mean by possible? If we're talking about like quantum mechanics and, and essential quantum, quantum theory, he's having so much fun with the 20-sided die right now, by the way. Here he is, yeah. I thought it was like, um, so you're saying just because there are infinite possibilities does not mean there are impossibilities. What do you mean by impossibilities then? Um, so we could say that there are an infinite number of things that can happen from this point on in my, in my existence. Okay? I could walk out this door and make a, an infinite number of decisions right. on which direction my life goes. Okay. There are also things that are impossible for me to decide. I don't think you can make infinite possibilities, though. Well, yeah. He could take a step in any direction, in any inch. How many directions are there? But he could also move his infinite. hand this way. There, he aren't could also infinite di there aren't infinite directions. Sure. Numbers. Out of this door, out of this current door right now that we're yes. talking about, there are infinite directions. Yes, a circle is infinitely divisible. Well, you know, because out the door is only half of that as well. Well, you might be taking so sure, broad but steps, but you got to yes, think smaller. You, think every, about every degree. No, I guess is if you're going to talk divisible. about infinitesimally, right? But I right, mean, for all, that, that's I thought we were talking practically. Effect. We're that's, talking about a butterfly effect. If a butterfly flaps its wings in the air, <laughs> molecule changes and stuff like that. That we're talking molecules could it could multiply. That's the. But that's what I was trying to say. So thus, a fucking you can all of a sudden spontaneously create become an alien if you're talking about the infinitesimal. Honestly, I'm trying to speak honest, more practically. Honestly, I don't, I don't completely disagree with that, and I, I it, would kind of compare it's that. It's very improbable, but I wouldn't say it's impossible, yeah. Well, th then why are you? Then why were you trying to say that I was insane by saying— No, by, it's still by an insane fucking <laughs> proposition that by killing Hitler, we all become aliens in 50 years. It is, it's, it's, it is not impossible, correct? It's not completely right, impossible. Right, and exactly. It's implausible, and, but not impossible. Exactly, yeah. and, but the reason—that's my point. You were saying it's ridiculous to say that in the same way that I was saying it's just ridiculous to say we have no idea, right? No. Simply because they all could—you you guys are agreeing with me that it's unlikely for us all to become aliens, correct? First of all, you're agreeing with us, but yeah. Yeah. Either way, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I think you guys are missing my, my, my core point here, right? Go ahead. You can make predictions on the future, correct? You can make predictions. Sure. I can make predictions all fucking day long. Yes, okay. exactly, right? Okay. Some of those could be logically, logically, you know, um, weighted, and others of those could be sort of illogical and unlikely, right? Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's, a, there's a scale of likelihood that things will happen, of how you act currently based on, you know, whatever knowledge you have of a possible future, right? Okay. But right now, whatever you do, there are infinite possibilities, Okay. Right? okay. That's what you guys have been saying this whole time. Yeah, I'm Agreed. still with you. Right? Yep. I'm waiting you. for the bear trap, but now, sure. <laughs> now, let's just say you had an understanding, period, of what the next five minutes look like, right? You're just given a, a simple little printout. Would you not have a better chance of, of making an accurate prediction of the future with just a small amount of information than you do currently? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So you're, it's not like there are an infinite possibilities in this colloquial sense we're talking about, because no, right now in the right, but in the, the common the, vernacular. Well, that's the thing: the information that you you are being provided right. is giving you a sense of higher probabilities. Right, but exactly. It's not giving exactly. You, but then the, those yeah, you've, infinite you've possibilities made a still exist. You've made a funnel. The, you've the, narrowed the, down sure, the possibilities. Sure, but sure, but <laughs> again, what, we now have better information than we had. Previously, in and that the, those in, those things inform our actions, right? Okay. And thus, by I, knowing that we have a we 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 can theoretically have a better way of of 
of living in the future or have a better understanding of how we can be, how we can approach living in the future by right. our by our information that but we already know of it. You're assuming by the time that we can create a time machine, we can also create uh, super quantum computing that can calculate every no, variable. No, all I'm out simply there. saying is that all I'm simply saying is that the the notion that because you do not know what the future looks like, therefore you should not act on the past. It, it, is it illogical? Because it, it breaks down to the same point I was talking about with, Ooh, with not okay. saving a baby. Here's okay? I think the problem. Now is. I understand <laughs> what you guys are saying that no, because we already know. Because that's the basic point of your argument, right? You're not under. I think we're missing. Uh, your future I, I is you, yeah, not the future I'm talking about. Yeah, because I think we're talking about the future in two dimensions, two different dimensions. You're talking about the future in the sense. You mean two that, different universes, I think. Sure. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, that well, one dimension, there's like four dimensions as far as directionality rather than universes as far as the four dimensions in two separate okay. universes. Right. Okay. Occurring then. simultaneously sure. in this Fine. different timeline. Yeah, I don't think that's a two timelines. You're, you're both wrong. You're talking about time in two different ways. What were you saying? Right. Yeah. I just think you're not thinking about the future from the perspective of once you change the past. Once you go yes, ahead and make that change in the past. Right. Now the future possibilities are wide open. Yeah, how the, are they? The, how are they any more wide open than they are right now for us? Well, that's the problem. They, they, it beces this again. But it's if, just a new present, and there is no more pre, like this right, present is no more precious than an alternate universe present. Uh, that's that's kind of it's uh, the same fucking well, point. That, it's not that it, it they're all your, the same. It depends on your perspective. If you're taking that perspective right. that all time happens simultaneously yes. and it doesn't matter, then yes, you're a nihilistic fucking who cares? Boom. But exactly. If you're actually taking the idea of time travel if you're sure. looking at the idea of tomorrow some dude builds a time machine sure is it moral to go back and kill hitler sure i would say absolutely not because we have no way of knowing what happens from then a future from now when we have the computing capabilities of maybe calculating every fucking molecule in the world maybe we can even think about that but at this yeah. point okay that's fine when we have that's no way, way of getting that information it is completely Im immoral to go back and kill hitler i wouldn't say completely Completely, I would say it's might it might potentially on this scale be less moral than not. Again, yeah, it's uh, might, it's you, completely narcissistic. It is completely self-centered. It's negligent. Self it's yeah, negligent. It's negligent. Um, but again, I go back to my democracy well, issue. If everyone votes that we send the guy back to kill Hitler, yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that that's we, true. Actually, if we all agree, then then yeah, you can't argue with that. But. I actually agree with everything you said. I think it was pretty succinct. Yeah, I, I, I agree too. I, I think, think we're we all on the same page. We all did a classic politinkering agreement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about several different things at the same time, but I think we do all agree. Yeah. yeah. We ended um, up in the right spot. We did. We did. <laughs> three but different I mean, three different timelines. Who but, would have thought that the probability would have led us there? Starting but, with D D dice. But could you kill yourself in the first, but could you kill yourself if you go back in the past? I'd kill the fuck out of that bastard. <laughs> would no, you, Joey? No, I'd play guitar with him. We'd have fun. <laughs> yeah, the two greatest guitar players in the world in one room at one time. Can you How imagine you the band that, that we would? <laughs> Good God, we'd be better than the Beatles. The real question is, would I kill myself in the past? I don't know, man. When the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively Politinkering with the show Where I don't know man Cause the truth is I don't know man I just I don't know man I don't The past has no power over the present moment. Fixed point in time. I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ.